How's it going? This is Ty, and this is also the Fiction and Copy Decoded podcast, and I'd like to welcome you, which of course, I always do. Here we talk about fiction, copywriting, persuasion, marketing, and several other issues. Ever since I discovered that fiction writing and copywriting do borrow from each other in quite a few different ways. So without any further ado than we've already had, let's get to it. All right, this week's episode is number 211. The original title of this post was a triple F that popped into my head. Originally posted January 2nd of 2015. All right, so this was mainly because January of 2015 switched on, I believe, Wednesday or close to it, which got my gears spinning about what to do for a prompt. So I decided on this. Your character lives in a world where the year always switches in the middle of the week. And that was it. I actually didn't talk too much about a specific example here because I wasn't really into doing that as much yet. Because if you were a blog subscriber, follower, observer, you'll know that I try to do one to two very brief examples per week about what to um, what I would do if the prompt were given to me. All right, so we've got character setting and plot. As far as like the setting, there's barely anything and almost no plot because we just have a world. I don't say where it is. With a, a piece, the year switch, it's, it's kind of like a piece of plot or it can be considered the setting depending on how you use it. If everybody views the it as normal, it's almost like it's part of the setting so that we have to work to turn it into a plot. But if we change or even just set up other parts of the character setting or plot, we can get lots of different ideas from it. So, all right, so it's character male or female, it's character a bird or robot, three-headed or three-headed, three-handed alien valet. Pretty awesome. All right, so what does, if the character views this switch as normal, so they didn't recently move there, how does it impact this character? Does that mean they lose their job or it's busy or it's slow? Now, also for the part of the setting as well, I didn't say how long a year was. If they're 35 hours a day, or if the year switches, or if the year switches once per week, that's quite a bit different on the planet that I've described here. Or, to put it another way, if we're on Jupiter, what if the year has ten times as many weeks to it? So every year is five hundred and twenty weeks instead of only fifty-two. All right. So let's think of a character, Elsie. All right, three-headed, three-handed valet. Hates the mid-year week switch because it makes your schedule so nuts. Is that what happens? Okay, so now what does that mean? Does she finally get fed up after she's got her hands full of documents trying to figure out what's going on? Or does she just move? Does she quit? Does she get paid well? Uh, Is everybody on the planet rich as part of being a valet? Does she get a house rent-free? The consortium provides her a house 
so that they, she can look after every craft they own. What do they own? If she quits, does she lose the house? Is she at a point financially where she can do that? Does she care what happens? Because she's just so fed up, she wants out, regardless of what the personal cost may be to her. Is housing, apartments, dwelling pods in this society, are they all expensive? Are they all cheap? Because she's a valet for a major consortium, does she get better housing than other life forms on the planet do? Now, as I'd said before, one thing to remember, and this can kind of be weird depending on how, how unique of a world you create based on what we already know as quote unquote normal society. If you make things like way out of the norm, it may be pretty different. It may be difficult depending on what's what to get into characterizing it and seeing how things function. You can do that. It's doable. But I think the further and further you go from what would be considered uh, like human society, for lack of a better term, as I've characterized a three-headed, three-handed alien valet, Elsie here, I mean, you don't, you don't want to go so far that nothing is recognizable and there's absolutely nothing readers could hang on to. But then again, you don't want to have it to where if you do write non-human characters, they're, they're humans, but they only look like animals because then it's just they're humans and they look like animals. They don't have any distinguishing characteristics or interesting or offbeat setups or ideas that are distinguishable from how humans would react. You know, it just, otherwise, with their society that they're in, they think it's normal. And our task as fiction writers or writers in general, even in this case, is to kind of get readers invested in what we have to say and to for lack of a better term, with a fictional world, like normalize it or invite them into it where they can they can discover it, they can believe in it, and they can help create it with us, you know? And even though I changed a lot of different details with this, with the year starting in midweek, that's that one detail. You can spin an entirely different set of stories by adding to the setting and plot other different parts or just having a different character live this out. You know, it's all up to you in that regard, which is what makes fiction and imagination. So it's just really fun to come up with and execute the ideas, like to just try to do it over and over. And as a result, if you're, if you're trying to get better, if you have other people to guide you, if you have other materials you're reading and you've got people to help you out, to support you, you'll get better, which is really the cool part of it as well. In addition to, you know, creating interesting plots with characters that run around in really cool settings that people have maybe never heard before, but you've heard it before because it started in your own head and you want to bring it out of your head and to share it with others, which is the really, it's the really cool part of it, I would think. 
that'll be the end of this episode. I appreciate you guys hanging out. To learn more about the blog this podcast is connected to, you can visit it at fictionandcopydecoded.wordpress.com. You can learn about me there. You can also learn about me at my copywriting samples website, which is tymallcopywriting.yolasite.com. Yolasite is one word. It's Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. Oh, you can support this podcast by liking, sharing, commenting, and subscribing to get the word out. You can also become a monthly contributor if you'd like. For 99 cents a month, you'll get my thanks at the end of each and every episode. Well, not individually, but collectively. Uh, for $4.99 a month, I'll give you part of the show notes for that week, for that episode, and the month that you're featured. Terms apply, of course. And for $9.99 a month, I'll do a 30-second to one-minute ad for you to promote your business during the show. Again, terms apply. All right. I appreciate it once again that you took time to listen to me today, this week, this time. And we will catch you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day.